listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. We exist to empower the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive through podcast community. Now, here is your host. Accidental Hope, a place where we seek hope and build community after a serious accident or trauma. The pinnacle of my purpose as a fitness instructor. I love Rev and Flow. It's also by Refit, Mm -hmm. but it is a format again, that's choreographed moves to music. It was one of those things that God did. Like it was like from here to here, like it was, it was like you joined refit to find Rev and flow when that was for the timing. Yeah. Yes. And I still teach refit too, but Rev and flow has my passion and it is a part of refit. It's an off branch. It's a format that was inspired and developed by the founders of refit. It's also choreograph moves to music, but the focus for that is more practical and purposeful moves that honestly increase mobility, flexibility, tone, strength, balance, you name it. The longevity, the longevity part, like thinking long-term. I I, I actually do love that that format as well. It's so good for us. It just takes your body to a different level, but again, it's for all fitness levels. Anyone can do it. Everybody can come into a class no matter what their age, their fitness level, they can come in and do it. We focus on the large muscle groups as well as the minor. We use optional weights for those that want to. They can use weights. We have four routines where you get down on the mat. But again, they are very purposeful and practical moves. So mm-hmm. I love both different but true rev and flow has my heart. Oh, that's so <laughs> because, good. Well, I think what it is because I'm able to see my participants progress mm. from one class to the next, to the next, to the next, because it's a progressive type of format. And no matter where you come into it, the next class, you're going to be able to do a little bit more than you did the first time. Mm, I love that. So I'll tell you, you know, not only did I see refit developed from a very early age or early on with the founders. But when I was in my depression after my accident, I didn't want to get out in front of other people. I felt very, I was still in that part of grief or cycle where I was in the self-loathing, self-pity. You know, I was just in a depression. But I remember when I did do anything or to get myself back you know, off the couch or out of the bed, or I could commit to, you can go to YouTube and find a lot of the refit, um, that what, what we're talking about, you can Google or you can search in YouTube for refit rev. And I would put on one song and I commit to myself one song when I was very heavy, Hi, that's good. very heavy in my, in my depression. And I could, I could commit to that and I could do it from my home where I felt safe and it would lift my spirits, you know, and, and I didn't maybe do a lot of anything, but if I did one then, or, and then maybe one would turn into two because the next song would come on or something. And I remember just feeling free. And I think, you know, if you're going to go back to the, why this might be appealing to a lot of people and it may not to some, but, you know, childlike faith, you know, children dance. If you watch a baby, they dance, they're free, they lift their arms, um, they clap their hands. And this is one of those formats. If you have 
struggled to join a gym or if you've struggled to um, maybe you're still experiencing some trauma, maybe you're recovering from something at home and you physically can't do, you know, CrossFit or something more physical, I'm going to challenge you to Google this and research this. Go find them on YouTube. Go find them on their website. Um, if you're not in the North Texas area, if you are, go visit Debbie at Studio for the Willing. But it's something that you can do and adapt to where you are. And it ha I feel like you just experience that freedom of childlike faith where you are free, you know, Definitely, definitely. And I, I also want to encourage people visit refitrev.com. There's mm -hmm. a class locator on the menu there where people can go and find a class nearby. And if for some reason there's not a class that's close to them, they also have the option to sign up for what's called refit on demand. Oh, and yeah. that can be utilized 24 hours a day, seven days a week in the comfort of your own home. Mm -hmm. So there's always, there are multiple classes that you can choose to take on demand at any time. Oh, that's good to know. So, but yes, definitely anyone who's in the Fort Worth area, come see us. We would love to have you in our, in our family. It's what we call it. Our and fitness family. Studio for the willing. Okay. Studio for the willing. And they can visit studio for the willing, the number four, studio number four, the willing.com to get our schedule, our location and all of that. Hey, Debbie, can you tell us briefly um, maybe four of the, I know there are like four points or four things that you talk about with your philosophy for Studio for the Willing. Can you share those briefly with us? Yes, definitely. Before I do that, though, mm -hmm. let me, if I may, I'd like to share a little bit. One of the things I know that a lot of your listeners are here for is the aspect of trauma. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have gone through a traumatic experience. And before I share what it is that I do with For the Willing, I want to take a moment to share a little bit about my personal trauma. Okay. And how that connected to my health. And I think it will tie in what I was talking about earlier, where deception and what you and I were sharing and why I said, don't allow that deception. Don't allow that, you know, the deception of things being convenient or things being expensive to eat or healthy. Or this is how it is. This is just how it this, is. Just is the way I'm going to be mm -hmm. or metabolism not being right. My genetics, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yes. So I did experience trauma and that started, that was before my moment on the Mount, as I call it. This happened back when I had an emergency hysterectomy. Many years ago, I was in my early thirties and I went into the hospital knowing that I was having exploratory surgery, but not knowing what the source of my excruciating pain was. Mm -hmm. And after I woke up, I woke up to the fact that I'd had a tubal pregnancy and had to have a total hysterectomy. Mm. That meant no more babies. I have one son. My mm -hmm. husband had, and I had been trying to get pregnant for several years before that. So you can imagine 
going in for exploratory surgery, not knowing what was going on, coming out to find out that you had a total hysterectomy was quite traumatic. Yeah. And what happened with that was... And a grief, and a grief. You experienced, I'm sure, a grief process. Yeah. There was some grief, but you know, the Lord really protected me in that. It's amazing when I look back, I was sharing with this, this with someone just recently, how the Lord truly protected my heart from grief and sorrow Mm. through that, that I can't explain that goes to that peace beyond all understanding Mm -hmm. because I, I'd never really had an extreme grief period, but at the same time, it was very traumatic. If that makes any sense at all. And I don't know that it does, Mm -hmm. but when, after this happened, my doctor went over a list of all the potential side effects of a hysterectomy and there was only one that I remember and that was weight gain. Mm. That was the only thing I remembered at that moment because I felt like that's the one that has my name on it. It's what Mm. I struggled with all my life and therefore it was sure to be in my future. Mm. And what happened at that time, and you mentioned earlier how easy deception can come on us. That's what happened. It was because I mentally grabbed a hold of it, then it manifested in my life, even though I knew better from the word. Right. We still do it. Even people who know the word, know the Lord, know Jesus. Yes. And that's exactly what happened. Deception is like having blinders on. Mm -hmm. When deception is on a person, they can't see it. It's true. Otherwise, it wouldn't be deception. It would just be making wrong choices or bad decisions or whatever. So deception is like having blinders on and you can't see, you don't know. Mm -hmm. So what happened for me is I allowed that deception to grab a hold of me. And then I gained to that morbid obesity level Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't even try to lose weight. I was so in deception that I thought if I try and I can't, because you know, I hear I've got, hormonal reasons beyond my control that I can't lose weight. And my doctor said weight gain is one of the things that's going to happen. To and me. it feels helpless. It feels, yes. yeah. And I felt that way. And so I wouldn't even try to lose weight because I didn't want to find out that I couldn't. Mm-hmm. It was better for me to not try and not know than to try and find out that I really couldn't lose weight. So that's how evil deception is. Mm-hmm. Then several years later, I experienced what I call my supernatural intervention of God. (laughs) That's when he showed me that I could lose weight. And without going into all the details of that, bottom line is I found out that I could. And that's when I first made changes to make a difference in my body. Mm. I lost weight once again, though, it wasn't the healthy way. It wasn't with a focus on health and nutrition. It was through a program that was not necessarily healthy. Mm-hmm. And so I lost and I lost a good amount. All, I didn't make it to my, what I would call my goal, mm-hmm. but close enough that I was comfortable and felt mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. But because it wasn't a healthy nutrition based way to lose, of course, after a few years, I gained it all back again, all, but mm-hmm. just a little bit. And it was that at that time when I had that moment on the mount, in the desert when I came home and made the the drastic changes that produced 
the total loss of 115 pounds. So I literally lost half myself. Wow. Yes. I mean, literally half myself. And so, yeah, but what I learned through that experience is that mental breakthroughs must happen in order to receive total victory. Mm -hmm. After the trauma of the hysterectomy, my mind went away from the truth and grabbed hold of the lie. Mm. It wasn't until I realized that I had to renew my mind to the hope of victory Mm -hmm. and then do something about it. Take action towards it. That I I would truly experience that breakthrough. Mm -hmm. So from my experience, trauma and health are tightly connected. But the good news is that victory is there and Mm -hmm. waiting. We just have to go after it. Mm. We just have to take the action. Yes. Mm -hmm. So now back to your question about for the willing, but my for the willing philosophy that I use to help people for the willing is something that the Lord birthed in my heart many years ago. It was right after having that supernatural intervention of God where the bondage of the deception was broken off of me. Mm-hmm. It was back then, even before I made the, the lifestyle changes for health and nutrition, he gave me a complete concept of how to help others. Mm-hmm. And that's what is now known as for the willing taking my own experience. I help others break through and receive the victory that I've experienced in the, in that area of health gain through weight loss. So for the willing is based off of Mark 12, 33, mm-hmm. which says to love him with all the heart, with all the understanding, with all the soul and with all the strength and to love one's neighbor as oneself. So for the willing is broken down into those four areas, heart, Mm -hmm. mind, soul, and strength. Mm. The heart represents hope. Mm. So what I do is work with people to help them create hope and expectations, which is what that word hope means, earnest expectation. To create hope and expectations towards creating a new style of life for life. Mm. The second one is the mind, which is mentality. We have to have mental breakthroughs. We have to break through those mental bondages that prevent success. Mm -hmm. You can know what you need to do, but if you don't really truly believe you can do it, Mm -hmm. you won't get very far. So we have to break through those mental bondages. The third one is the soul. And of course, that's where our mind, will, emotions reside. That comes from the point of having to make decisions Mm -hmm. and then operating in discipline to go along with those decisions. Discipline. Yes. And so many times people look at discipline as a dirty word. And it, honestly, it is a great word. It but is it's for so our good. benefit. Yes. I know. It, it brings life. Yeah. Go back to the garden. It you does. Look in the garden. God said, you can have of any tree in this garden, but this one. Well, that's discipline. Right. And why did he say of but this one? Because if you avoid it, you'll have life. Mm-hmm. 
And so anyway, that's a whole nother topic. I the know. Fourth- <laughs> so good. There's so much we could probably do. Just dig and dig on this. Yeah. The fourth one is strength, which equals physical, because you have to take action for physical change to happen, to create that new style of life. So mm-hmm. those are the four areas that for the willing is, which is where the four comes in, the play of words, Love it. heart, mind, soul, strength, hope breaking mental bondages, decisions and discipline and physical action. So like I said before, having head knowledge of what's needed for change and being willing to make those changes are two different things. Mm. Of course, my desire is to influence others to get to the point of being willing to do what is necessary that will lead them to that happier, healthier, more fulfilled life. That is my, my mission. Yes. And when you think about this, that verse and these four things of aspect and even the part of the verse that talks about loving your neighbor, that refers to community. You can really, you know, ask the Holy Spirit to meditate on each of those things in your own life. I mean, we really could. That's a, that's a packed verse right there. Yes, it is. It is. I love that. Um, Because you could really just say, Lord, and take each part of that and meditate on it and how that can um, transform your life all in that one verse. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. So good. Um, Debbie, do you have, um, you know, a message of hope for our listeners? Is there anything that we haven't talked about? Maybe you want to share or um, pass on to them real quick? I do. I do. I I think it's a little bit of a reiteration, but going back to your first question of self-love, through a health perspective, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't love things about myself, but I think the fact that I always wanted more proves I had self-love. Even when living in a mental or spiritual bondage, we can want more. Mm-hmm. And if we want more, that says, hey, I do love myself enough to want more. Mm-hmm. So when someone who's been through a traumatic experience, there's always hope. There's always something more to come. Look at you, Jennifer. I mean, look at what you went through. And now, you you know, even in those dark places, you wanted more. And now you have more. You're helping others to have more. That's beautiful. Mm. And that shows that there's always hope. It's like having... It's like having a big, I want you, you're a visual person, so picture this. It's like having a big, dark, heavy wool blanket over you. When you're in that, that area of living through a traumatic experience or depression mm-hmm. or whatever, it's like having a big, dark, heavy wool blanket over you. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. It's dark. It's itchy. It's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean there isn't light on the other side of the blanket. It's true. And sometimes all it takes is a very small pinhole to show the light and to give hope to a brighter future. So good. Mm -hmm. No matter what has taken place in our lives, no matter what, there's always hope. There's always an earnest expectation for more. Mm, We just often, we need that pinhole to start the process and then be willing to work at it. So good. I'm writing that down. <laughs> I know you said it like three times. I'm like, you know what? I'm writing it down. I'm starring it. I'm <laughs> underlining it. I'm putting it down. Yes. 
So good. And can I just say for a second, I need to tell the listeners, thank you, Debbie, for supporting me. When, when, when we met, I think we met about five years ago. Is that what we decided? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. five, okay. And so my accident was only three years ago. And so you met me before the accident, but we were just Facebook friends. And, um, and we're still Facebook friends, but you really supported me. And I know you prayed for me after my accident. I know oh, I yes. felt it and you supported me and that. And so I appreciate you and um, being that part of the body of Christ where we didn't get to see each other and we didn't get to touch. But I know, I know that you, you did pray for me and I appreciate that. Oh, um, thank you for sharing that with me because you know that that is something you have been on my heart so much since then there was a special connection when we first met there was and at a refit instructor i guess we should say that at a refit instructor so angela wheeler one of the founders is and so i said all those things about refit but not because she's my cousin or family but because because i truly believe in the message behind it and i'm super proud of her and everybody who's worked so hard um but it really you know but that wasn't it but she had invited me and so i went to the instructor program and that's how i met debbie um and there was, there was just a special connection yes. at that time. We, we found out we had lived close to each other at yes. one time. And so it was just kind and of you fun, the churches and similar yes, people. Yes. Right. But then once the accident happened, you were so on my heart and I did, I prayed for you. I remember when you came forth and shared your story the first time and I sat there and cried with you and so I think that's one reason why I, this is such a special opportunity to be able to share with your listeners, because I understand for one, I understand what it's like to go through a traumatic, even though it's a very different traumatic experience, mm-hmm. but that there is a connection that can, can harm us in our health. Absolutely. And God wants us to be free. So we can't compare everybody's trauma, um, but we can say, okay, where do we connect? And each of our health journeys, we can connect on this level. This is where we can connect. And you are, you are there and you are on the mount. Well, now you're lifting others up, which is, that's, that's part of the healing process. That's what I'm trying to journey towards. I've you know, received, um, by the grace of God, like a certain level of healing that I'm still on this journey. I'm still on this journey of healing and I'm trying to reach out my hand to lift people up. And you're at this other place of healing in your life and you're lifting and I'm taking your hand too. And I'm trying to implement the things that you are teaching others. And that's how we all, this is how the world should go. Yes. This is this is really part of that. Um, somebody said it's like the sixth phase of uh, growth um, or uh, of healing from grief or, you know, is growth. Like, how can you grow and then share that growth with others, um, which is it's biblical and it's true. It is. And it really does help, you know, and so. And what I want to be, I want to be that pinhole. Oh, yes. I want to be that pinhole in that blanket for those that have such a heaviness on them where they feel hopeless and they feel like they're destined to be in that place forever. I want to be that pinhole of light to show there is more, there Mm. is hope, there is more to come. Don't let go. Don't allow yourself to become so darkened by that heavy blanket on you 
that you don't look up enough to see the pinhole of light. Mm-hmm. And then and make it bigger. Little yes, by little. And then make it bigger, make mm-hmm. it larger and, and know that there is more on the other side of that. There is light. There is, there is a, a, a future mm. that is not heavy. There is a future that is not dark. So good. It's not uncomfortable. So yes. So That's many my good heart's things. desire. Yay. And you're doing it. I can't wait to see what's going to happen with the new website and, and, and when you finish your certifications and all the things that you're going to be doing, I know there's going to be more to come. Uh, this is the part of the podcast where we talk about just fun, fun questions. Are you ready for some fun questions? Sure. Okay. So we talked about refit and re and rev and flow, but what do you do for soul care? What is something that you enjoy doing that you love? Um, that really kind of helps you with stress management or lifts you up when you have a cloud or a blanket on you, because even where you are, I'm sure there's still some down days. So what do you do that kind of lifts your spirits? You know, there is, I've always been a very optimistic person. I've always seen the cup half full rather than half empty. But when those times come, it's going to sound so cliche, but it's the truth. What I do for soul care is I spend time in the word. I just, Mm. I have to go to the word and find what will give me the answer for what I need at this moment. You know, prayer, communing, I I communicate with, with the Lord all day long. It's just like, I don't have, I do have some specific prayer times, but for the most part, it's just a constant conversation. Mm. And so that is one of the things that I will say for me personally, it's just like, okay, Lord, I don't, you know, I don't want to do this. So help me get out of it. You know, just like, like he's right next to me, just having that communication. That's a good point. So guys, if you're hearing this and like, maybe you want to make that action step where you're like, but I, I don't want to get to the gym or like you are feeling that pull to just swing through the drive through versus, you know, you bought $20 worth of groceries of vegetables that are sitting in your fridge that just need to be chopped, you know, and use this opportunity to talk. Like Debbie says, the, you know, the Lord's right there. He wants you to be like, Lord, come to him, petition to him and say, I don't want to do this. (laughs) I need your help, you know, and just that mindset where he can really, it really does help. And so if you're like, well, I don't know what to do, or I'm not really sure that the word will help me. I don't know that that's my thing. Just try it, you know, just try. Just that simple word uh, or simple cry out of, God, I don't want to do this today. You know, it goes back to that area of the discipline and the the decision and discipline. You have to make a decision. If you're committed, I tell people all the time, the three keys to success are commitment, consistency, and perseverance. Mm. When you've made a commitment to something, then you have to be consistent and you have to persevere Right. You don't want to in order to keep the other two. And it's the same thing when there are days that I'm just like, oh, does someone do this? Lord, help me, you know, help me to persevere, basically. Mm-hmm. So that is that those are my soul care things. I exercise what I preach in First Corinthians 927. Mm-hmm. The, the actual scripture says I discipline my body and bring it under subjection. So when I have preached to others, I will not find myself disqualified. Mm. I have to remind myself part of my soul care is reminding myself that I am walking on this earth to be a testament, to be a witness and to help others. And so if I have a down day and someone sees me 
and maybe I'm, you know, not the best attitude, the best mood. Well, what kind of reflection is that? So I constantly have to remind myself to practice yeah. what I preach, basically. And you ask and then, God to help you because yes. you're normal and you're human. Yeah. Always. And then I, I like to, I, I love to continue to learn and educate myself in different areas, such as the certification. I, I do want to say here that just to clarify, I know we're, we're in the fun questions and I'm looking forward to what's coming up next, yeah. but uh, I do want to clarify for the kind of go back, backtrack a little bit when I was breaking down those four areas of for the willing, I do have a website okay. that is active. It's alive and people can go to it. And I have those four areas broken down on there. I What's believe the website? it is the number four, mm -hmm. the willing.com. So for the willing.com. And I'll make the sure other I have it in the notes too. Okay. And the other one that I was referencing is for our studio, which is studio for the willing. Oh, they're two separate. Okay. Two separate. One is for our exercise, our fitness classes, okay. refit and rev and flow. Mm -hmm. And then for the willing is what I do to help other people break through and achieve success and victory. And that is for the willing. So anyone who is interested, they can check that out. And those four areas are broken down. And like I said, I've, I'm not looking at it right now, but I do believe it's under the about section on that website. Oh, good. Okay. Awesome. Yes. And we will make sure we have that linked in our, um, in our show notes. You said you've done a lot of studying lately. Have you had time to do any reading? Do you have any fun books that you've read or something that's impacted you lately? Definitely impacted. And I will say it's because of my certification and my studying for that. I'm not a huge reader necessarily on a regular basis. I will say I have a huge collection of books. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. But <laughs> they seldom get finished. <laughs> right. I have, I have that. I'm guilty of that too. But you listen to audiobooks, right? You were saying I do, <laughs> I do, but one of the ones that I, I think I'll share about is one that actually came from the study of my certifications that I'm, I'm wrapping up right now, and that is called How Not to Die by Dr. Michael Greger. Ooh, I'm going to write that down. Okay. It is a wonderful book. It was the, one of the first ones that I had to read as a textbook for my certification for holistic nutritionist. But let me tell you, talk about impactful. It is enlightening. It's educational. It's eye-opening. It's everything. And Dr. Michael Greger has a website called nutritionfacts.org, and he is a medical doctor who reveals on his site, he takes all of those studies and things that we hear about in the media and journals and so forth that, you know, they say this, they say that, well, he breaks it down and he unveils the truth mm. of what is really behind the studies. Was it a study on a person or was it on a mouse? Was it, you know, mm. I mean, he just brings it to light and his site's called nutrition facts because he opens up and shows the facts on nutrition. So that book in itself was a huge eye opener for me, even mm. though I had 
I, there were a lot of things in there I already knew or had a feeling of. He just really brought it to light. And I definitely recommend that book for anyone who has especially any kind of health issues, such as cardio diseases or liver diseases, any kind of diseases. I'm going to look at that because one of the things I face and struggle with is the fear of dying. And I know that I shouldn't because I'm a believer and I know what's going to happen to me when I do leave this earth, right, that God right. is truly in charge, but that is a fear. And that's one of the reasons why I want to be the healthiest that I can be. And that's where I know I need to start now. Like I've gotten, you know, through part of the mental part. Well, now it's time to heal my physical body yes. that, that trauma has taken a toll on. Things that, today can be reversed with the mm -hmm. nutrition so many things that people just wrote off as being life sentences. They're not mm -hmm. cancer, heart disease, all these different major diseases can be arrested, can be reversed mm, with so the good. proper nutrition. Isn't and if for no other reason for people to, to get that book and read it, that's, that's the reason right there. There's freedom just, in that freedom. Yes. Mm, so good. So maybe that's not necessarily a fun book, but <laughs> it is one that I've read and it was very fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's good, especially if this is something that is, um, you know, daunting or, you know, it can, it can be something, if you, it can stir a passion in you too, I get, you know, what, especially if you're on that journey, this is going to, you know, you need the resources. You got to have the action. You got to have the knowledge. You got to have that. And so this is a good book to look at. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look well, at it. Well, you know, it. one of the, one of the things that I, I teach people is when it comes to initially making any kind of change in your life where health is, and this can go to anything. This doesn't just have to be with health, anything, but mm -hmm. because my focus is health and nutrition, the, one of the very first things you need to do is discover what are your whys? What are your mm. reasons? Yep. And a reason, one of the main reasons, well, for me back on that mountain was I wanted to spend the next 50 years in health, mm -hmm. living life, enjoying it, feeling good. Jennifer, I feel younger today. The joke is, okay, I told y'all my true age is 56, mm -hmm. but I joke with people all the time and have for years and years that I'm 24. Oh, <laughs> and now you feel it? The reality is I feel better today than I did when I was 24. Oh, I have more wow. energy. I have more spunk. I have more desire, that self-love. I have more of that because I can cross my legs. I can tie my shoes with no problem. You know, all mm -hmm. those things. I feel younger today than I ever have. Have you gone back to Big Bend? Not since, no. And that's one of the things I told, I said, okay, I want to schedule it when my son can go with us. I want us to go and I want to see who can race up the top of the boulder. I love it. <laughs> oh my who gosh. Can win? I who want can a picture win? of that. I want a picture of that. <laughs> because was, it will be a race. <laughs> uh, recently, Chris took, um, was able to chaperone a trip with our youngest son to uh, that national park and took some breathtaking pictures and and he actually wants the family to go and what's funny that you told me that is 
um, I told him, since you sharing that story with me, I said to him, I want to go and experience what you experienced. I said, but I know that I'm not on the physical level that you are. And I had, because you shared with me, I didn't know it was Big Ben. I don't think you shared where you were, but that's funny that you would say that because I told him, I said, I need to get a little healthier um, before we can go as a family because I would be the same way. I would be that person saying, Lord, just let me live. Help yeah. me get through this. Yeah, that would be me. Um, well, first tip is to don't, do not go in the middle of July. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we were thinking maybe spring break or something. But perfect, yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, a little bit yeah. cooler. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do. And I want to get there. I want to get there. So that's fun that you want to go back to. That's good. Debbie, thank you so much for sharing with us. And I think this is probably going to be a two-part series. Thank you for just pouring your heart out and all that you do to help other people, other women, sharing what God has done for you. I just love it. And I appreciate your time, you know, today and talking to us. Well, thank you again so much for having me. This has been a fun experience for me to share this. And if there is anything that I can do, to help you or anyone else, just let me know. You know, I'm always here for you. Oh, I love it. Thank you. And we can find you at studioforthewilling.com or you can find Debbie through forthewilling.com and you're on Facebook as well. Isn't that right? Yes, and on Instagram. Yes. So look for Debbie with an I Robertson. And I know you'll just love her. She is a, she is shine. She's a light. She is that light that she was talking about. And I know that you'll enjoy everything that she shares. So thank you, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. And as an update, you can now also catch her. She caught the podcasting bug and you can catch her on Chats with Debbie on a platform near you. And I just want to remind everyone, I totally love working in this platform, uh, meeting people and hearing different stories be sure to check out Blooming Inspired Network. Our host, Michelle Bentham, who is the founder of Blooming Inspired, there are women who are coming together to share different voices, to share how God is working in their lives. So be sure to check that out. And again, I thank you so much for your listening and support. Come back and visit next week. Thank you for listening to the Accidental Hope Podcast on the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. This show airs on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. To learn more about this podcast, its network, or the ministry of Blooming Inspired Network, please visit bloominginspirednetwork.com and click the podcast link at the top of the page.